0: The promise that I issue to you is that by one o'clock today, you will know more than you do now.
1: LBC 97.3 Mystery Hour with James O'Brien.
0: Four minutes after 12. I, I sometimes wonder how best to explain how Mystery Hour works to people who haven't discovered it yet. For example, Sean the Cabby has just tweeted at Mr. James O'B to say, with an expression I think of surprise intended by the doubling of exclamation marks at the end of this inquiry, did you know that in the iTunes podcast section your show is under comedy? Yes, of course it is. This bit is what well, the whole show or just just the mystery hour bit. It's a comedy current affairs crossover. That's what we do. Or we'll try to. Sometimes intentionally sometimes unintentionally but mystery hour isn't just about phoning in with a question and getting an answer far from it it's, it's it's somehow more than that i don't know quite how to put it into words and luckily i don't need to because all i have to do now is set up the uh, phone lines sit back and let it explain itself to you if you're new to it if you're not new to it you already know the score it's like the radio equivalent of uh, a newspaper column but with added comedy and unexpected hilarity 0845 is the number to call I've Got lines free so don 't hand back if you fail to get through. Try again. There is an awful lot of people ringing in with questions we 've previously dealt with, so we 've politely dispatched them and can now offer you the berth that they have vacated oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three we 're looking for a who, a why a what a where a when and, and pretty much anything goes as long as it 's not boring and i 'm afraid our decision is final, or, or something that we 've dealt with recently. You can ask a question about anything you want pretty much. Um, Get in touch in all the, well, no, don't get in touch in all the usual ways. The only way to get in touch is via phones during this hour. That's uh, an that's absolutely inevitable rule. And if you're thinking about what sort of questions are we looking for, you've got two choices. You can either pay attention now or you can just listen and, and work out for yourself how wide the parameters are. It's a sort of why do we do this or, or what is the origin of that or uh, where does that come from or who did this or why do we do that? Who's, why's, when's, wherefore's? Withers, you think of an interrogative pronoun, you add it to this section of the show. Anything that you think has an answer probably does. Someone else listening will have it. If you hear somebody asking whether or not they... Uh, if you hear someone asking a question to which you know the answer, the number remains the same, 0845 We'll get up and running imminently, but um, I want to also mention that the entire... Mystery Hour Archive, or as much of it as we could get our hands on, is now available on iTunes as well. So if this is, as many people tell me, your favourite part of the week, imagine the joy you can have accessing the free podcast now available on itunes that's pretty much it oh yes again no, no sort of silliness this is a celebration of genuine education and and illumination it's very old-fashioned to celebrate these things but we try to every week because we don't want to google it okay some of the questions you hear possibly you might be able to get an answer from the internet but the point is if you get an answer from the internet you've missed the chance to talk to meet to communicate to commune to share that's why we're here man oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three Breaking with tradition now, because we spoke to Chris in Brentford yesterday on the issue of organ donation, and he revealed in a remarkably cool and, to my mind, brave, but he was uncomfortable with that adjective, in a remarkably cool and brave fashion, that in approximately three weeks' time, almost to the day, in fact, he is to donate a, a kidney to his brother. And, uh, and, and for reasons that I've forgotten, he's <laughs> very keen to... Get involved on Mystery Hour as well. I think Chris told me he'd tried in the past to get through and failed. So I'm sure you'll understand why I've broken with years of tradition now and allowed Chris the first... Question of this week's mystery hour for no reason other than the fact that we liked him so much when we met yesterday. Chris, are you there?
2: I am, James. What a it's relief! A to speak to you again. <laughs>
0: Likewise. How are you feeling?
2: <laughs> be, a, be a bit off if I said I had an answer. <laughs> I've got a question. <laughs> Go on, then. What a is question it? A question that's been puzzling me, yes. and um, it's to do with religion. And I know you're fantastic with religion, so I thought you'd be the right person to ask. Let's see. Um, it, it, It's a bit like this, and I'll explain it, and then you can maybe put it out there for the answer. The time at the moment is just coming up to 10 past 12, and the date is the 4th of July 2013. Yes. Now, I'm not sure, but I I think that if we go on that time and date, we go back to the birth of Christ. Um, Now that I think that we go to the birth of Christ, and and we're saying that it's 10 past 12, the question is, um, with other... Uh, religions who don't believe in Jesus, if you said to those people, what time of day it is, you know, what time is it now? They would give you the same answer. And the question is, um, how can that be?
0: Some would. But some wouldn't, you know.
2: Well, if you said to anybody what time it is, they they'd look at their watch and tell you the time, wouldn't they?
0: Time's a bit of a red herring here. Pol Pot, when he came to power in Cambodia, appointed announced it was year zero and everything started again. Right, so that's one sort of half answer to your question, and I think, I think there's a there's a Muslim calendar, isn't there?
2: But it, it, if you were to say to a Muslim, not the time, the we can't do London the time. Today. It has to be
0: the date because the time is is is.
2: Well, the time is ten past twelve on the fourth yes. of July two thousand and thirteen. But I'd,
0: let's leave the time out of it because it's okay. not te- it's not ten past twelve in lots of countries in the world, is it?
2: No, okay, but yeah, you you've got the gist of what I'm. I have. How,
0: how, do, do, I mean, does everybody? follow the christian calendar is what you're asking yeah and if they do why do they given that a lot of them probably aren't that comfortable with christianity
2: um of course
0: chris i love it it's a great question
2: thanks very much and
0: we're still going to have a catch-up after the operation right
2: i look forward as, to that as well. As, as
0: long as you're comfortable with it Don't i am more than comfortable bully with you, you or pressure you or b- browbeat you into anything as if as <laughs> thanks if you very were. much james chris mind how you go regards to your brother as well of course it's 10 minutes after 12 david is in new Malden. david question or answer uh, question. Yes.
2: Uh, when chefs handle hot food it, and they say oh, you, on T V shows they kinda of go, Oh yeah, no, it's right, I'm used to that. Yeah. Do they actually get used to it? Or do they actually sort of damage like the chefs in their fingers and it becomes numb in that way?
0: Like a sort of chicken and egg situation. Do they do they have numb fingers to start with and that makes them better chefs? Or does their <laughs> does their period does their chefing numb their fingers?
2: No, just yeah, just because it burn me like the, the nerve receptors, and then eventually that's why they get used. Yeah, to it, or I know. It I like that. I mean, you can just.
0: Get used I to like it. that question a lot, actually. Yeah, I've also, I've wondered that myself. Did you watch um, Luther on Monday night? No, I've got it on uh, Sky Plus. When you when you watch Luther on Sky Plus, you're going to remember the question you asked me about fingertips, David. Okay. Just mark my words, mate. Be very, very, okay. very, very, very scared. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's 11 minutes after 12. This is LBC 97.3. Elaine is in Forest Hill. Elaine, hello. Oh,
3: yes. Um, it's just a question this week about shires throughout the country. Did you get on L- last L- week? Sorry? Elaine, you you, you you wrote to me. I only got the letter this week. Oh, I'm, oh well, that was going to be my follow-up question. Did, you you in fact, have, you get the letter? I can't have follow-up questions. No, 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 no! But it was just to correct you. I hope you I, got but the letter. You spoiled
0: my whole plan. I was going to do the first ever Mystery Hour post bag later.
3: Oh, and now and you were in it. Oh, and now well, you've you can... come and now you've jumped the gun. I had no, to... no, 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 no. Do, do by all means do because I'm all for you correcting uh, the situation that you gave out. Uh, uh, last week you're regarding the we president. Got, well, OK. I,
0: I mean, yeah.
3: Because right. I did say at the end that by the end of it you would know as much, much more than you did at the beginning. Do you remember? I do,
0: I do, you're quite right, I do, actually. And
3: uh, you know, I'm anxious that the, well, we the clear people that up London first? should be correct the, in what they're thinking. The, hmm? Yes,
0: you, you're, you're quite right. Shall we... Um, you've, read, you've, you've, you've ruined my postbag feature now.
3: No, no, it's still do it. No, I can't. No, because it
0: was going to be a surprise and everything. Oh,
3: I say, well, no, no. Well, but let's presume the people didn't hear you then. I think no, it's, no, don't it's, be
0: silly. We can't. It's
3: quite it. important that they do know about the former president, well, 2012.
0: I was going <laughs> to so, say something like, and now we're going to have something we've never had before. I'm going to open the Mystery Hour post bag and see what's inside. And then I was yes. going to go, oh, look, here's a letter from Elaine in Forest Hill, who last week rang in to ask how long after the death of a president the family could expect to receive security service protection.
3: Yes.
0: But I can't do that now.
3: So, look but people won't know what the true answer is now. It's not
0: my fault, is it, Elaine?
3: Oh, come on! You've got to, you've got to, you got to be uh, play fair and give All right. people so, the truth. So,
0: last week, a very lovely lady from Forest Hill, ran, Hill. Exactly, yeah. Forest Hill, rang in, Lovely lady, rang in to ask how long after the death of an American president, his family may expect to receive Secret Service protection. And this question was inspired by a rather good film called *Guarding Tess*, starring Shirley MacLaine and Nicolas Cage, in which. Tess, the widow of an American president, is looked after by a Secret Service agent, um, plural, including Nicolas Cage. Yes. And a caller rang in, one of the best answers we've ever had, who had been playing blackjack in Las Vegas with Bill Clinton. And <laughs> sounds like such a lie, but trust me, listen to the podcast, it was entirely plausible. And Bill Clinton explained that upon his death, nobody would get any protection at all. And I thought that was a definitive answer and then Elaine, this lovely lady from Forest Hill wrote to me, having undertaken more research herself, to point out that the situation has actually changed.
3: Since January.
0: And the situation now is... Elaine. Go
3: on. No, this is you. Oh, is- Oh, sorry. That's my cue. Yeah. Well, the
4: situation
0: no, from no, no. For the purposes of the podcast, I'll edit that bit out and we'll do it again. So remember <laughs> that Oh, Las Vegas, you would be Clinton. And the situation now is
3: that that the president and his wife will get pre- will get. Uh, security for life. The only reason that if he, as far as the wife is concerned, if she divorces him, then she doesn't get it anymore. But after, the, other than that, they, they and all future, all future presidents get protection for life and the wife and the children, but only up to the age of 16. Once they get to 16, they lose this protection. And it was because of an act that was signed by President Obama on the 10th of January this year. So up to that point... The gentleman that called and saying you played cards with Bill Clinton yes. was correct. But the situation now is, from this year, that they all get protection for life.
0: A round of applause for Elaine.
3: Right, thank you. No, you're <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased. I'd like to say I'm pleased, Adam, that you did manage to get the letter. Yes. Because I thought it might be buried in a pile no, somewhere. No,
0: I, I was very pleased as well. I was so pleased I was going to use it as the basis for a new feature oh. called Mystery Hour Postbag.
3: Yes, oh, that, that would be a very good one. So well, you could well, there's expect, nothing in it, it a now. two-hour show. There's nothing in it now. <laughs> well, so I only want
0: a routine. I thought you'd have thousands of no, people I, ringing in. I, I do, but not, in. not about mystery. House. Sonia is now the only. I haven't read this one properly yet. I'll read it during the travel news. This one's about. Oh God, it's the one about saliva. Oh. Wow. Mm. Did, well, anyway,
3: what 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 did you ring in for this week? Well, this uh, we might have covered this before. I don't think so. It's about the shires throughout the country. Yes. Yes. It's about the shires throughout the country, but they're all sporadic as to where they actually are. They range from Devonshire to Lincolnshire to Wiltshire, right up to Yorkshire. So I I don't see geographically what, what... If they were all grouped in a certain part of the country, I could see it, but... The way that they're spread around. What's so special about those areas that they're designated as being shires?
0: So why why are why, why are some counties shires and other counties yes. not? Oh, I yes. like that. Yeah. What's a shire?
3: Yes. I mean, what, what what's, you know? I mean, uh, it sounds a bit like old um, uh, Lord of the Rings type thing, but uh, there, there must be. I don't think it can just be simply farming because that would knock out uh, Dorset.
0: Yes, it would, and Cornwall,
3: and and, and in Cornwall, indeed, yes.
0: I like it, Elaine. All
3: right. Yeah. I'll get ready with my letter now.
0: (laughs) Well, it's a feature. Someone's got to fill it. (laughs) You're listening to Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC. Actually, it's not my Mystery Hour this week. It's Elaine's. It's 12.16, either way. LBC 97.3. This is London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. 20 minutes after 12. This is LBC 97.3. Uh, we're looking for answers so far, having been a little bit waylaid by the lovely Elaine to these questions. The the, 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 Christian calendar, where doesn't it apply or does it indeed apply? The notion that this is the year 2013, anno domini, the year of our Lord. He might not be the, he might not be your Lord. <laughs> In fact, he's increasingly fewer people's Lord. So h- how widespread is the, uh, dominance, if you will, of that, or the adherence to that calendar. Do chefs get less sensitive fingers as time goes on, or, or does having less sensitive fingers make you better suited to being a chef from the outset? And why are some counties um, possessed of the suffix shire? Uh, 0845 is the number to call. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, but we seem to have shed about half a dozen calls. A couple of boring ones have been politely culled from the switchboard. So if you tried to get through ten minutes ago and failed... Have a go now. If you've already got through, don't ring again. If you, if you didn't get invited on by the producer, it's because she thinks you're really boring. I'm sure you're not. Okay, I think you're fascinating. I think you're wonderful. Seriously, I just think you're great. But the producer thinks you're dull, and that means you can't come on Mystery Out. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three.
1: Sylvia is in Mitcham. Sylvia, question or answer? A question. Yes. When you. Oh, uh, go to an auction, yes. and a new bidder comes on. They say, we have fresh blood. Yes. Why fresh blood? Oh, it's a new person. Yeah, but just, why no, why, why call just them blood?
0: Well, but it's just, just a figure of
1: speech, isn't it? You yeah, but says, you can say we have a new bidder.
0: Yeah, you, I know, but fresh blood is a it's, a... it's not just in auctions. You often say fresh blood in... Like, like for example, if they sacked me and, and gave this job to... Jones the engineer. They could say put, uh, LBC 97.3 has put a bit of fresh blood in the morning schedules.
1: Mm, okay, but
3: it think- doesn't sound
0: healthy. Well, I think you need to think of the blood as being within a human rather than
1: in a bucket or a bowl. No, I could understand it if it was a cackle market and they were bidding. Yes. But I can't understand why you'd say it for another human being. It's a new bidder, isn't it?
0: Fresh blood, fresh yeah. skin, fresh flesh, fresh DNA, fresh... Humanity, fresh person, fresh.
5: Yeah, but I presume it would be have been said before DNA.
6: I, I,
7: yeah.
0: Okay. I, well,
7: I don't. I, mean, but I, I. think no. I think you might be
0: right. Well, it's not really a, worthy of a round of applause, is it? What I said. Why not?
1: You gave me an answer. I d-
0: well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're, you're twisting my arm, Sylvia. I'll take one if you insist. I insist.
1: Oh, all right then. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Sylvia. Uh, fresh blood probably does have an origin. Actually, I, I-, I have to uh, probably leave that on the board. I only took the round of applause because Sylvia insisted. Elvin is in Chigwell. Elvin, question or answer? It's a question. Yes. Um,
8: just wondering whether Downing Street is obliged to respond to all letters written to them.
0: Obliged in a in a, in a sort of legal sense, or just in a manners, or, or I mean, obliged? An obligation is more than just a. Well.
8: I guess whether it's something really simple or something that's, that's quite, hu- quite high up there in the States, you know, yeah. whether it's even a one-line sentence, do they have to... Uh,
0: don't forget they get emailed to... a lot these days as well. Would, would we include email on this? I suppose we'd have to. Uh,
8: yeah, definitely, because email's easier than a written letter, because I'm still waiting. <laughs> How,
0: when did you write?
8: Uh, May the 31st, well, my sister did, actually.
0: Uh, and did, was it a written letter or an email?
8: It was a very long email.
0: What was it about?
8: And uh, it was um, basically about the events in Turkey. Okay. And just to get um, just a bit of an answer as to why the, the the UK government haven't even commented on it up until this day.
3: I like or this tweet. question.
0: I like
8: or this. a tweet, even. A tweet? I've, I've, tweeted, I've tweeted 10 Downing Street and...
0: There's definitely Vegas no camera. obligation, moral or legal, to reply to every tweet that gets sent. No, today,
8: of, course. of course. Of but, but course. Um, so what you're
0: saying is, sh- should I stop checking the post every morning?
8: Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, or should I expect... Stop checking my emails every
8: day. Or expect.
0: My inbox. I, I, yeah. I suspect we know the answer. They can't really... Can they reply? My friend got a reply from William Haig once.
8: Or, you know, you'd shuffle it down to whoever would, um, would respond. I'm yeah. sure they've got enough. Like Clegg, maybe. <laughs> I've tried him as well. Have you? Well, oh yeah. Ring in. Uh, you know what I was thinking, but I thought, well, it's not a very, it's not a London subject, so. Talking,
0: all they ever talk about is immigration. That's you, you ring in and ask about Turkey. I, I guess so.
8: Maybe, maybe I'll do it next week. I did think about it again. Do you this want me to morning. have a
0: word? I'll book you a place. I'd love you to have a I'll word. Pull, I'll pull some strings. We're all one oh. big happy family here. I'll have a word with the producer of the Call Clegg segment. Well, and, uh, and and you can come on next week and get your question on about Turkey. Don't let no. me down, though. It won't be a really silly question, will it?
8: No, no, no. It, to be honest, it's a very simple question. Go on, then.
0: Let's, uh, let's work uh, it. Let's have a rehearsal. I'll be Clegg. Uh, <laughs> uh, the ying the,
8: the simple question is, is that why haven't the UK government commented on the events in Turkey up until this day?
0: <laughs> well, Elvin, um... What you have to um, remember um, is, is, of course, that this is um, a very complicated situation and um, we obviously have to be um, very careful about um, being seen to be uh, anything less um, than fully cognizant with the repercussions and ramifications that could ensue were we to intervene in any meaningful rhetorical way.
8: Even a comment, especially to it- the Turkish community in
6: in the UK. So you I didn't mean, say, you, No, you see, this is why work. we
0: needed to have a rehearsal, because you said you were going to ask a simple question. I was going to give you a bit of a free pass, a bit of a, a, bit of oh, a fast sorry. track, <laughs> and now you're going to start beating up the Deputy Prime Minister and I will get the blame. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. I like your question to me and I'll try and get your question to him next week. Uh, do Downing Street have any obligation to reply to sensible communications oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. they might not have an answer elvin though that might be the point might, i mean the reason why they haven't commented is because they don't have a point and they can't really reply to you and say the reason why we haven't made any comment is because we don't know or have a view, or have an opinion. Trevor is in Camden. Trevor, what would you like to uh, question oh, hello, or answer? Is that Mr. Clegg. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to be a recurring theme on the programme. <laughs> what a
2: great person! Um, yes, especially the sort of prevarication and non-answer. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: you call it, You may know. call it that, Trevor, but that's because you're not entirely cognizant of the pressures that I face <laughs> as Deputy <laughs> Prime Minister while attempting to juggle not only party political loyalties but also my role within the unprecedented landscape of coalition. And being deputy. and that as well yes
2: yes um okay um i wanted to know um where does the phrase i know you're into comedy so where does the phrase punchline come from and has it got anything to do with george osborne
0: (laughs) or mr punch maybe sorry mr punch maybe well is it i don't know i love that question actually origins of the phrase punchline origins of the word punchline in the context of comedy yeah lovely stuff Okay. You're on. Cheers. Cheers, Trevor. Mind day you go. It's 28 minutes after 12. You're listening to Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC 97.3. Chef's Fingers, Shires, Fresh Blood, Downing Street, Punchlines and the Christian Calendar. And more. Richard's on the King's Road. Richard, question or answer?
1: Hello. Uh, James, it's an answer, sir. Come on, Richard. Right. It's for the chef's yeah. hands. Oh, yes. They start off with normal hands like us. It's built up over over years of just picking up hot food and I think it's like um, some wood, wood workers get leather hands, they just get, as my girlfriend calls them, asbestos hands. I was
0: going to use that phrase, actually. And, and it must be, because there's no way that there can be a, an amazing anatomical anomaly that has seen people who are chefs drawn to that profession because they have particularly numb fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's just over the years they get used to it. Um, mums, it's like mums, are, but mums have
0: got less sensitive fingers than dads.
1: That's right. I mean, when I pick stuff up and I go, ouch, yeah. she goes, ah, oh, that gives it here and she just picks it up with a hand and I'm picking it up with cloth.
0: She's a cloth. <laughs> so. She's a she's a chef.
1: Yeah, she's, well, she has been. Yeah, she she had to come out the in because uh, she's got bad legs, but she's still got a special fan Now I'm conscious.
0: I, I'm conscious that sometimes too many cooks can spoil the broth. But I'm just going to let Maria add to your answer, Richard. Stay where you are because you've got at least half of a round of applause coming your way. Maria's in Finchley. Maria, what would you like to say?
1: Yeah, it's true. They they end up with uh, fingers that are like Teflon. Mm. Uh, my father was a chef for thirty years, and plates and things that he can pick up. Um, and the heat that uh, he can resist is absolutely phenomenal. So it, it is true um, that as they become more and more experienced, their fingers become uh, more uh, accustomed to picking up really hot plates. And so uh, it's like a sort of, of calcification,
0: oh, callousing, or, or just exactly. a thickening, a thickening of the skin on the on the fingertips. Did Definitely. you did you watch uh, Luther on Monday?
1: No, I didn't. No, no, no. no. Just, I'm just uh, everyone who every did... Every single week, and we think you're wonderful. Oh,
0: Maria, thank you so much. You can No, you a...
1: really are. You're informative and um, and a lot of fun, oh, so well, well done. Well, well, that, well thank you.
0: Here's a, here's a, can we give them a round of applause each, please?
1: That's for Richard. Thank you.
0: And that's for the lovely Maria. Oh,
1: you're so sweet and so kind. Thank you.
0: You can come again. It's 12.30... LBC 97.3. Call 0845 973. Text 84850. Tweet at LBC 973. This is London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. 31 minutes after 12. This is LBC 97.3. Marion Hornchurch offers an early answer to the question of whether or not there's any obligation to reply to sensible letters. Uh, beholden upon 10 Downing Street, she says, it took Tony Blair's staff ten months to reply to my letter. Speaking of letters, uh, Mystery Hour's postbag, a really exciting new feature, may occur later in the programme. Uh, and something that will occur imminently is the... Uh, I love this. If you think I exaggerate about how much people love Mystery Hour, then A, have a look at Twitter. At Mr. James OB or hashtag mystery hour, just to get an idea. People genuinely, I'll read you an email here because you think I make this up or that I exaggerate. This is from Kenneth. Do you have any idea what this show, The Mystery Hour, does to me? It's the only reason I wake up on a Thursday morning because that's how much I look forward to this show. It's not untypical. Some people go to the trouble in their own time of writing their own theme tunes to this program. People like Chris often.
1: Mystery hour, hour
0: 9743 Which is lovely and uh, Fizzy 50s Uh, a twitter friend of mine has written his own version which has got more of a folky feel to it so we've got another mystery hour theme tune submitted by listener um which is going to be played out next week on the show but if you follow me on twitter at mr james ob you can have a little exclusive there it's the last thing i tweeted i just retweeted it now so you, you can see that well done fizzy 50s i really like that actually i just forgot all about it in time to get it ready to play out this week my apologies back to mystery hour anthony is in west Hampstead. question or answer anthony
5: It's an answer. Marvellous. Um, To the Shire's question. Why do
0: some counties have (coughs) the suffix Shire?
5: Um, Basically, I'm not as articulate as as you, but I'll give it a go. Um, So if you were to take Northamptonshire, which is where I'm from. Yes. um, So the whole of Northamptonshire is governed by Northampton. Yes. Whereas the county is an independent body. How do you mean? Well, so if you take Northamptonshire, Oxfordshire, the whole of Oxfordshire, whatever that might encompass, such as Banbury, etc., they they will all be governed by Oxford itself, um, like the county council from Oxford. Whereas a county has its own independent um, council, which governs itself. So, it it's we'll t- governed... does. It's not governed. Does that make sense? Obviously so,
0: not. No, it does. So, so the the, the, the central. The local government is based in a town with the same name, so you're talking about yeah. co- county towns. So shires yeah. have a county town. The county town of Cornwall is Bodmin, I think, or something. So yeah. it's not Bodmin. No, is, is that wait there? Paul's in Paddington. Paul, can you? Is, how, how are you doing? How are you finding that answer?
2: Yeah, no, so it goes back a lot further than that. It was, it was if they had a sheriff, they was called a shire. Oh. Uh, so it was the sheriff of the county. But why would Cornwall
0: uh, not have a sheriff?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I just know that I read that somewhere many, many years ago,
5: and it stuck with me, but unfortunately I can't uh, qualify it. Mm.
0: What do you think, Anthony?
5: Well, the other thing is, is that Shire is the old name. It's an old English term for county.
0: Yeah, but why wouldn't, you know, Salop is an old county. I think it was another name for Shropshire. <laughs> okay. Uh, gents, would it be wrong of me? Would I, would you feel offended if I said we haven't quite? I, I don't have any sense of closure at this point, Paul. Yes, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. I mean, I think, I think I think I can't. I just can't see why some counties would have a sheriff and other counties wouldn't. And Anthony, I can't quite see why it's not called Bodminshire. If because what, it's,
5: it's, it's um, because it's not. It's it's a it's a separate entity as opposed. I I can't figure out how to explain it. It's just just what I remember from being taught at school about the War of the Roses and why it was called a Shire.
0: Okay, I'm going to give you half a round of applause to share just because I (laughs)
5: feel... well, Well, there you go. I don't
0: need to qualify that. There you go, boys. It's 12.36. You're listening to Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC 97.3. James, they often say, says this charming texter to 84850, that you can have too much of a good thing. I disagree. When are we going to have Mystery Day? Don't hold your breath. Joanne's in Hoddesdon. Joanne, question or answer?
7: Got a question, James. Go on. Um, My daughter's had a little operation and she needs some pain relief. So I've been to the shops this morning and I've been told to give her Nurofen. So... ...off... You, liquid got, you, got, you
0: got cut off there at the crucial point. What did you say? Oh, you were just at the shops buying <laughs> Oh, some I just,
7: yeah, I went to buy some Nurofen. So she's nine and a half, and Nurofen liquid is for children up to nine, and Nurofen tablets are for children and adults aged 12 and over. Right. What do we give them for three years in between? I'm not a doctor. I can't I know, that. but I know. someone just, might be. <laughs> didn't, didn't you ask him boots? There was no pharmacy in the one I was in, uh-huh. so I just stood there looking at them and put them back because you can't break a nurofen in half because they're really solid.
0: But, well, you, well, you probably could, but it would go skipping yeah. across we the room could, and we could smash it and it could window. go everywhere. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So you've got you've got the the, the liquid. The liquid um, goes
7: to uh, eighty nine. Yeah, and the tablets are from twelve and over. <laughs>
0: How much research have you done? You've only been into one chemist.
7: You, you may <laughs> no, be... no. This is over years. This is over years. The children, as they get older, don't like the taste of medicine either. So we've, we've gone past cowpaw, we're on to paracetamol, but we're stuck with nurofen. Right. We don't know
0: what to do. So what do you do if you're aged between 9 and 12?
7: Yeah, what do you give them? Okay, you're on. I would love uh, but to
0: know. I, I, I'm probably breaking all sorts of broadcasting laws. I, can't, I don't think I'm allowed to give out medical advice.
7: I d- yeah, no, you know you how talk. air
0: hostesses aren't allowed to give you par- paracetamols? Well,
7: hope a nurse or a doctor's
0: listening. Yeah. Well, they will be listening. Let's <laughs> so yes, hope they know the is. answer to the question. Well, <laughs> sur- we had a surgeon on yesterday. It's 12.38. Joanne, I'll see what we can do. John's in Bromley. John, question or answer?
2: It's a question, James. Yes. Why on certain bottles of red wine? They have, like, a metal cage around them.
0: What's mm. the purpose of it? It's a Rioja, isn't it? Usually a Crianza. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, decent
2: bottles of red wine. It doesn't, To me, it doesn't serve any purpose.
0: It means they don't chink when they're when they're packed really no I' made that up I'm trying to work out whether it will have an answer. I mean, isn't it just the way of making it a little bit fancier? You get some Chiantis come in a, pl- in a, in a, bas- in a basket, don't they? They come That's in
5: right, a. S- they got half a basket around them, haven't they? Yeah. yeah whether it's to make you pa- think you're, you're paying. All right, for yeah. So market.
0: why, why does I think it's usually Spanish wines. You don't mean it... you describe it as a cage. It's more like a mesh, a metal sort of net around it, isn't it? Or a, yeah, it's not always it's metal. Not either. a very strong one. Yeah, I like that. What's the point of it? That's what you're asking. Yeah. OK, oh, yeah. let's see what we can do. There's one for the unophiles among us. Oh, eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Origin of the phrase punchline, please. Um, do Downing Street have to reply or, or are they almost certain to reply to sensible communications sent to them? Origins of the phrase fresh blood. Why do some counties, why are some counties shires when others are not? And how... Prevalent is subscription to the Christian calendar. So, 2013 AD, i.e. anno domini, i.e. the year of our Lord. Why is it still the calendar that's subscribed to in countries that worship a very different Lord? Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. If you can answer any of those, D's in Chalfont Saint Peter. D. Good afternoon. Question or answer? Uh, I've
8: got an answer. Hopefully, marvelous. I just the um, the fresh blood one. Oh. Um, sure, I, I'm no hunting expert, but you see it in films, don't you? When someone goes on the hunt for the first time, and yes. then they catch the fox, and is you know they get blood smeared on their faces. They do. Yeah, so I think that's the the new blood, fresh blood. Because
0: when they become a new a fully fledged member of the hunt, they get blood. Yeah. go okay, they, they are be... fresh blood. Therefore, a new bidder in an auction, which is what the original questioner was about. Sylvia, I think you're looking at fresh blood, new bidder, fresh blood, new hunter.
8: Yeah, because like you were saying, it's nothing to do with the auction. Fresh blood is just the uh, a, very, a new person, really, isn't it? Mm. And I think it probably goes back to that hunt, um, the thing they do in hunts. But I'm I, not qualified in any way.
0: I'm not, nor am I. I've been doing <laughs> it for years, do you? Don't worry. If the tap of the shoulder was going to come, I think we'd have felt it by now. Would you like a round of applause? <laughs>
3: Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on then. Thank you.
0: There you go. Don't spend it all at once. Faye's in Hampton. Faye, question or answer?
3: Hello, James. I've got a question, please.
0: Marvellous news. What is it?
3: (laughs) What I'd like to know is, why do people, particularly children's eyelids, puff up when they're tired? Is it because nature's way of trying to make your eyes closed? Uh, I've always wondered. Yeah. They've,
0: you you mean like bags under your eyes as well no right? no no, the oh, actual sorry.
3: eyelid the I-, I work in a day nursery as well, and it happens over the children when they're tired, Does And it? my children do it as well yes yeah, so I've so always
0: wondered why the eyelid puffs up a bit yeah because they're tired it's a
3: bit swollen yeah, yeah
0: okay you're on puffy puffy eyelids <laughs> uh, how are yeah. you on uh how are you on um medicine for children then if you work in a nursery?
3: Uh, well, our age group goes up to the age of five. Oh, so, no what, <laughs> so we get, I'll get out if, of
0: that one. If you're aged between nine and twelve, you're no use to us at all. I'm not. I'm afraid. I'm N- sorry. Never mind, Faye. Okay, I, thank uh, you. No, thank you. Questions on the board. I think the I think the answer might be the favourite mystery hour word of all time. On that. do you think it might be? We'll find out, I think, imminently. Uh, you're listening to Mr. on LBC 97.3. Why would eyelids inflate or, or get puffy when one is tired, particularly children? That's a sort of medical question. I want to know exactly what is happening. Why, why do some wines, I think they're usually Spanish, um, come in a sort of net? Origins of the phrase punchline in the context of comedy. Dumb done fresh blood. Why are some counties shires? Why do non-Christian countries follow the Christian calendar and... Is there any compunction upon Downing Street to respond to sensible communications? Elvin wrote at the end of May about the situation in Turkey, and I suppose in a nutshell she wants to know whether she is guaranteed a reply or whether she should stop waiting um, with her finger poised over her inbox every day. Ruth is in Golders Green. Ruth, hello. Hello.
4: Uh, hello. was a calendar
0: question. Oh, splendid. What's the answer?
4: Uh, the answer is that actually many, uh, if you look in many museums around Britain and across the world and uh, in textbooks that deal with archaeological findings, you'll find they use CE and BCE instead of AD and BC. Uh, CE standing for the Common Era. We live in a country where, or in a, in a, a, a world where the dating from Jesus is very common, yes. and therefore we accept that as the Common Era. But, for instance, I mean, I'm Jewish, and um, having just bought uh, the Jewish Chronicle this morning, at the top it says 5th of July 2013, but it also says the 27th of Tammuz, 5773, which is the Jewish date. And I assume that Islamic... calendar is different as well and other religions
0: so when did the jewish calendar start
4: i feared you were going to ask me that <laughs> and i don't I, I wish to say to start with that i am not an academic and no. i'm not a rabbi no, um I. I can give you an answer but it may not be the definitive one and other people may quibble with it Yeah, go on. um some very religious jews will say it dated from creation Right. The creation, as in Big Bang creation yeah. of man, all so, at one well, f- time, just
0: under six thousand years ago. Yeah, Com- conveniently of... overlooking anything that could be loosely described as history.
4: Uh, religion doesn't depend on scientific proof or facts or facts. <laughs> no, yeah, right. that's Carry the on. difference between really okay yes. and religion and science are different. However, uh, um, many what we call modern Orthodox Jews mm. um, will say that it because the sun, in fact, wasn't created. Till the fourth day. Yes. In terms of Genesis, so therefore, how can you date before that anyway? In terms of
0: because you wouldn't be able Years to see of the anything.
4: length they are now.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: So it's possible that the five. I mean, it, the five or six thousand years actually equates with the beginning of, if you like, modern intelligent man writing. Yeah? um that's more use of Tools and so use of sophisticated tools and so on. So it may date, it may be that what we're talking about is the creation of man as we know man today.
0: I like that. and um, I mean, we've, But we've not given...
4: everybody would agree uh, with that. No, don't worry. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not speaking an, not... for Judaism as I, a whole. No,
0: I, and I'm not taking calls from anyone who wants to quibble with you, because Chris's question was, why does everybody follow the Christian calendar? And the answer is they don't.
4: They don't, but in for general that. purposes, they do. You could have just
0: said that. <laughs> you could have just said they don't.
4: Uh, I could have done, but he's just said, how do you know? Or, but wow. I'm glad you didn't, because look, that's <laughs> what Miss
0: is all about. Look, look yes. what we've learned as a result. But okay. Lucy's not a spokeswoman for anybody, except herself and her yes. own learning and persistence. <laughs> wow, wow, round of applause. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Bye-bye. 12.45. It's 12.49. Right. Bye t- bye bye. Bye. There was a question last week which went unanswered about the amount... Forgive me if you're about to dine. The, in fact, if you are, I'd put your sandwich down for, for 30 seconds about the amount of saliva that the average human produces in the course of the average day. And lo and behold, I opened up the Mystery Hour post pack this week and look what was inside.
9: Dear James, I just love your Mystery Hour, but so far have been unable to come up with any answers. But this week I had a sort of solution to the saliva question. Had I known 20 years ago that this question would arise in the future, I could have had a definitive answer. I apologise for this old-fashioned means of communication but I do not have a computer and phoning you was not an option as my answer is not for the squeamish. 20 years ago my esophagus ruptured leaving me with no connection between my throat and stomach so it was nil by mouth for 9 months until I was well enough to undergo further surgery to put me back together again. However, saliva still collects in your mouth so to drain it the top end was brought, back, was brought out via a stoma in my neck and covered with a colostomy bag. This filled up and had to be emptied several times a day, so by measuring this, I could have given you a complete answer. But I didn't foresee this question arising, sorry. This is only a partial answer. I don't know how you are going to get a follow-on. I imagine everyone makes a different amount. Anyway, do with this as you will. I shall go on enjoying your programme and most of LBC's presenters. Best wishes, Sonia Monis.
0: Thank you, Sonia. That was so delightful and nice to see the old-fashioned means of communication rearing their lovely head in the very modern world of tweets and texts and emails. I I, I want the sequel, though. I love that last line. I hadn't clocked that. I enjoy most of LBC's presenters. Whatever could she mean? David's in Hammersmith. David, question or answer?
1: Uh, Answer. Hello. Um, It's about the Downing Street question. Yes. Um, I don't know what happens today, but I'm, I'm fully convinced that Margaret Thatcher used to have every letter that was ever sent to her answered. Um, the reason is because uh, he wrote these very bizarre letters to Margaret Thatcher, but uh, she answered them, or someone answered them all, and he published them in a book, Henry along Root. with other letters. He... Yeah, have you read it?
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. It's not it's the only why. one, either. There was, a, there, I think Henry Root had a predecessor, and the best ever, he was right. Was it Henry Root who he wrote to the headmaster of Malvern College and pretended... No, there was another but, one pre- yeah. pretended...
1: His wife was pregnant and he wanted to enlist the child.
0: No, there, no, it was, there was a headmaster who he pretended to be the headmaster of another school that didn't even exist. Oh. Anyway, possibly. I think we're, go- we're veering off. I mean, much as I enjoy Henry Root, I don't think this is helpful as an answer to the question that Elvin asked about an email she sent to, to David Cameron.
1: Well, he did get an answer to two very bizarre questions. Yeah, so but I, it was I, 30
0: years ago th- and now we're talking about an email.
1: Well, that just shows you. Well, shows you how bad David Cameron
0: is in comparison, then, doesn't it? Well, can comparison? So, so you smuggled in a bit of Thatcherism to this mystery? I, out. There's well, no, I, no, I, I, no, I, no politics on mystery. Out, David. Shame on you.
1: Kind of anti-Thatcherite, but to, oh, you, right, uh, credit it works. You. I mean, the, the letters. Uh, you read the book, so uh, it's worth it's worth mentioning that book anyway. So yeah,
0: right, you. It's a highly recommended read. Very, very, very funny. Uh, I'm not giving you a round of applause though because it doesn't actually provide any any definitive. <laughs> Advice or help or answer for for Elvin Haller is in Hammersmith. Haller, question or answer?
6: It's an answer.
0: Marvellous. How are you?
6: I'm okay, fine, thank you. Good. I'm really, really pleased because if I get a round of applause, I'm going to pre- have to report it to my husband and tell him that I'm not useless stay-at-home mum. I do answer questions on mystery Hala.
0: You're not. You're not a useless stay-at-home mum, even if you don't answer questions <laughs> on miss <Chow>, Sometimes. <laughs> I don't think so. What have we got? So-
6: Thank you, yes, it's about the um ibuprofen neurofen yeah um, it is actually um, licensed from three months to twelve years yeah, it is oh, okay. um, yes, and um it's a step up kind of dosage, and that's why it's done in a liquid form because for a certain age bracket, it's a fifteen it's it's hundred milligrams in five mil strength, so the, there's a step up of 50 milligram, then 100 milligram, then 150 milligram. But once you get to the age of seven, you can take 200 milligram, which is 10 mil, and that goes from seven onwards until adulthood. Oh, okay. that when children are yeah, between seven and twelve, you have children who can take tablets, but over the counter it's not licensed. For children, so that's why they can't take it over the counter, but
0: they can take the liquid. So you, you right. so, so you you will need to talk to a pharmacist to be absolutely clear, and absolutely. that must mean you are a pharmacist.
6: I am. I have been for twenty three years.
0: There you go. You see, I'm <laughs> going to give you a round of applause, but I have to be honest. And and I do you not think that was one of the dullest mystery hour answers we've ever had?
6: I've been sitting here getting all excited about it, couldn't wait to get on. Yeah, but that's
0: because you're going to get a round of applause. You can't really imagine many people across London going, wow, I'm so glad Hallow was listening today. I now have a much better grasp of some fairly incremental dosage relevant changes to children's
6: medicine. For me, it's the most exciting... Moment of my twenty-three years of being a pharmacist, (laughs) getting on the on the radio and answering a question like this. You'd be surprised how many people out there would be thinking, "Ah, better go and get myself a bottle of neurofen."
0: You know, I would be. I would be really. I I would be really surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, this is for you with my best. I'm excited. Come on, yes.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what. Jefferson Santos, Jeff, question or answer.
1: Uh, I've got an answer for you, James. Go on, Geoff. Uh, it's about the, um, the wine, uh, the, the cage around the wine. Yes. The wire. Um, what it is... More is, of a
0: net um, than a cage, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, net. net. Um, it's kind of like a... It's a tamper-proof seal, oh, uh, effectively. OK. And um, they were originally created to stop unscrupulous wine dealers and sellers from removing the cork of the good uh, wine and replacing it with a cheaper one. I've got you. Um, and, and that uh, would
0: explain why I sort of, in my mind, intuitively ins- associated it with good quality Rioja.
1: Yes, it's, um, it's predominantly Rioja um, that they do it with.
0: And the, um, the, the point being, of course, that this would be visible if they tampered with the seal. Yes, absolutely.
1: And yeah, it obviously cost
0: a it. bit of money so that your unscrupulous wine seller couldn't set up his own netting scheme without almost making a mockery of bothering to try and knock off the cheap stuff anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Qualifications, Jeff.
1: Well, I went to a wine-tasting a wine uh, session at, uh, at a badiga a, a Spanish
4: vineyard. I
0: know um, I know what a bodiga is, pal. Right, There's no yeah. need to patronise me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and they told, they told us then. Round
0: of applause.
1: Hi, right, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Good work there. Muchas gracias. It's uh, 12.56. I, I think we, we answered everything. No, punchline. Come on, people. What's, what's the origin of the phrase punchline? 845 60, 60 And uh, as soon as we broke with tradition at the top of the show when we took Chris's question, um, I may break with tradition at the end of the show. If we don't get an answer to the shires, then I shall uh, provide you. See, Emma's very sweet and perhaps knows me a little bit too well. She says, I'll feed you a bit more information so you can look really clever when someone calls in. Emma, I, I, what are you talking about? Are you suggesting that sometimes I cull cracking knowledge from texts and emails and pass it off as my own when people ring in with a partial answer where on earth could you have got that impression from i've no idea i'll happily credit you with this potentially definitive answer to the question of why some counties are shires and it looks like the fellow with the sheriff answer was correct perhaps we shouldn't have shot him down quite so quickly sorry charlie's in eggham charlie question or answer Hi, James. Question. Get it Um, out quick, because you've only got two minutes to get an answer.
2: Okay, I'm not sure whether I'm right about this, but I think that moths are nocturnal, because I only ever see them at night. If they are nocturnal, at least they seem to be out at night. Why are they so obsessed with light and artificial light? The whole thing seems nonsensical to me.
0: It's the moon.
2: Well, they're not flying towards the moon, are they? They're flying towards my bedside lamp.
0: They think they they are, my friend. I see. Ah. That might have been a quick one. They're not very bright. Bright, light, bright. Get it? No.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I got the pun. Sorry, I I, 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 sorry, I didn't react to it.
0: Yeah, I think that on the reflection, that's probably understandable. <laughs> <laughs> reflection. Give a round of applause for me. Charlie, thank you. Uh, that's it. We've done it before. That's the only way I know. I'm pretty sure that the reason why they do it is um, because they're mistaking the artificial light for the for the bulb. Have we gone right? Quick answer on the Shires. A reeve is an Anglo-Saxon chieftain of a hundred, or a group of ten sets of ten families, known as tons. Groups of hundreds were shires. A leader of a shire was, ergo, a shire reeve. Think of the distribution of Saxons in Britain in the Dark Ages, after the fall of the Roman Empire, and you get your shire locations. Cornwall was never Saxon-occupied. It was always Kernish. It would never have been Saxon, hence no shire appendage. Emma, beautifully done. Round of applause for Emma, please it from me for another day. You can download this podcast. This this one's a freebie on iTunes and and on lbc.co.uk You can download everything, every word that's broadcast on LBC for a small fee from our website. We'll do it again tomorrow from ten. I'm James O'Brien. This is Julia Hartley